Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Street Reads. If you are new here, my name is Abhishek. And my name is Riteshwar. And here essentially we discuss the books that we are reading currently or some books that we have read in the past. And with that we also add some random stuff that's just going on in our lives. So Riteshwar, what do we have on our plate today? Oh, today is our special episode and we will discuss a fiction book today. <laughs> a long time coming, right? Like last time only we were discussing the fiction versus non-fiction debate in our um, straight masala category and today we have a fiction. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I remember, right? Last time we discussed that uh, topic on fiction versus non-fiction. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So uh, what's the book that we'll be discussing today? Oh we will discuss one of the legends one of the best selling author and one of the best selling books like i think it created a world worldwide appeal to the fiction i mean it was a famous category since um, lord of the rings and then it's the second homecoming of the world of for the world of fiction mm-hmm. and today we are talking about harry potter and okay. the sorcerer stones <laughs> yeah the first one or you can as per your country you can call it the philosopher stone or the sorcerer stone we will call it sorcerer stone yeah that works so uh, even for me it was like my entry into the world of reading and uh, reading fiction uh, i watched the movie first to be honest uh, mm-hmm. i think i was in 6th 7th maybe 8th grade somewhere mm-hmm. around that and i watched the first movie uh, maybe actually first two movies and okay then it kind of ignited that uh, motivation in me that sh- i should actually go and read the books and then i started reading the books i think i read the first three or four books but completely enjoyed them how many have you read i bet you have read all of them <laughs> yeah i have read all of them you have read all of them i i i guess i started around 600 i mean the first one and by the starting of the seventh standard i was finished with all of them like just about that time the deathly hallows were released and there was a talk in the town that a new book a new harry potter the last one of them have come now and i was it, it just piqued my interest i book i uh, pick one of those in our library the next day and voila my life has changed <laughs> hmm. so uh, for me like i said i watched the movies first Hmm. but i read the books I, i actually read ebooks i've never owned any harry potter books and that is something uh-huh. i really want to change in future like that that should change i know you're going to pull out your hard copy now <laughs> i know that i really enjoyed the illustrated versions i mean jim k versions are so beautiful so well illustrated i mean this book deserved jim k illustration but man yeah, yeah, yeah. i never knew there is an illustrator existing out there in the world who could draw like jim k could big recommendation buy the versions with the jim k illustration yeah also ha- have you used that pottermore website just one thing i need to slide in ha- have you tried that website uh, oh yeah tried finding your petronas what was it um it came out remember. to be stand <laughs> it did it did for me it was a squirrel if i remember correctly oh i i have one more question which hogwarts house did you get oh i got uh, the thing gryffindor Yeah, same. Well, we are good friends. <laughs> go, go Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. So, uh, what's the first topic that we are going to talk about from the book? Oh, this is a great book and I would like to really appreciate J.K. Rowling first. I mean, 
um took a great zeal to um come up with something like this i mean this book is special out of all of them this is the one book uh, that really deserve the appreciation in the sense that uh, it is not very plot heavy right mm. i mean uh, jk rowling t- took her time to practically world building stuff in this book i mean just look at that okay the book is all about the magic and all about the world of fiction but the first reference to really the world of magic was mentioned on the page 70 when they talk about the diagon alley and uh-huh. the real world of hogwarts that we hear about a lot come up around the page 100 like th- this is this is a different level of world building she really uh, went into the day to day life of harry before he came to know that he is the famous harry potter i mean he was uh, really bullied by his cousin dudley and uh, and she talks in so so well about all of that stuff like living in a closet how yeah, yeah, yeah. um she, he didn't he didn't have any friends i mean uh, she covered so many dark themes yet they were covered in a way that make us relate to it it was you so know what involving hmm. yeah it is it is so involving i mean yeah. she builds the atmosphere like this is a fiction this is about magic she made it so magical <laughs> yeah yeah i completely agree uh, the world building or the scene building uh, yeah, and yeah, the character yeah. building as well like hmm. it generally revolves around harry but hmm. all other characters get their own uh, space and timelines and the yeah. stories are amazing too I mean one more thing um even after the page 100 it's it's not like ki uh, you really went gung ho with everything I mean in Hogwarts most of the time is just spending into day to day activities of a child I mean they all go to their classes they attend those classes they have teachers that they hate they have teachers they love mm-hmm. it's all about making friends making deep friendships and in between we get a small plots like um hagrid got a dragon and they have to oh, ask yeah, uh, <laughs> ron's brother to just escort that dragon all that stuff but it's all the checkpoints and mm-hmm. somehow it is so magical and somehow they are also related so well related that yeah, yeah. it becomes one of the best uh, books that i've read it was a long time in the making na i, I remember uh, hearing that jk rowling worked on it for a really long time before she really yeah she, she really put a soul of her in in this book and uh, you can feel it when you read it i'm a big fan yeah yeah definitely i i 100% agree on that one <laughs> no doubt <laughs> at all so let's talk about the themes and the lesson that uh, we get out of this book and the yeah, first one sure. that i would like to talk about is the choice okay. i mean this is one of the most important themes that rolling has discussed in this book yeah. the concept of choice or we can say the free will i mean from the start of the book um rolly rolling really describes uncanny similarities between voldemort and voldemort is our antagonist for the readers that have not read the book and harry potter and how they are kind of related kind of the same kind of be- behavior that they have i mean they have the connection of snakes that both of them could talk to snakes number one yeah. and they have the same wants and i mean the same wants that they do magic with 
uh, in the sense that they are made up of the twin bonds yeah, even yeah, some yeah. of uh, some aspect of their uh, appearance they also kind of look like each other i remember that and i i guess she was just trying to build this plot right that yeah, yeah, there yeah. is a very thin line between good and bad or light and dark yeah i mean uh, as per history he could have followed the path of voldemort but yeah. he didn't he he made a choice like in our life we all have uh, come up against some issues and we think like destiny will move us to a certain end but yeah. it is not yeah. true nothing is cut in stone when it comes to individual future just yeah. like harry demonstrate throughout the movie that uh, we all get to change the direction of life as per our choices yeah and and the sorting art thing right they yeah. had actually wanted him to go to slytherin but he was just like asking like please please gryffindor please oh i no, would i would like to read this part this is this is a really good part yeah sorry if i'm if i'm uh, wrong here he did not say please gryffindor he just said not slytherin not yeah slytherin. Yeah, yeah yeah so let me read this part this is mm-hmm. um this is sorting hat trying to uh, find out in which house he will be sorted yeah yeah and the it is quoted as difficult very difficult difficult plenty of courage i see not a bad way either there is a talent oh my goodness yes a nice thirst to prove yourself now that's interesting so where shall i put you harry gripped the edge of the stool and thought not slytherin not slytherin not slytherin hey said the small voice are you sure you could be great you know it's all here in your head and slytherin will help you on the way to greatness no doubt about that well if you are sure better be gryffindor so it's kind of key he has that in him like he made his own choices yeah yeah as yes. later uh, he had a discussion with dumbledore regarding all this as well and dumbledore truly pointed out like it is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities yeah, that is one of the topics that that as an adult us will also relate to what do you think i i so agree to it also with that uh, the lines that you just read you have mm. opened like this chest of drawers in my mind uh, <laughs> all those memories nostalgia kicked in yeah uh, it's it's been a while since i watched the movies or read the books uh-huh yeah it's it's crazy but yeah i definitely agree uh if you are stuck in a situation in life and you think that now there's no way out your choices are definitely very powerful and mm-hmm. they can drive you home or take you down a cliff <laughs> <laughs> the choices and the free will yeah definitely so the next thing i would like to discuss the theme theme i could say is about the friendship and holy cow holy yeah. moly <laughs> the kind of friendship that they have uh, shown through this book i mean it should be a case study it should be taught to every kid uh, out there and it it's great yeah and it mean, signifies something different each one of them yeah yeah just look at the all all the friendship and everything that has uh, gone through yeah. um this in this book like harry couldn't have done everything by himself like 11 years really um he was alone but then he got some really good friends right harmon uh, he needed different different kind of person different different friends of his to achieve everything i mean he, they were 11 year olds right and the kind of uh, message that they have conveyed ki uh, if you are going out during the night time you can't go alone 
you got to have me by your side like mm-hmm. these friends they're so mature like oh my god they care for each other they are mature especially hermione i have to mention that <laughs> she was way too mature for her age yeah she, but in a sense they have really represented friendship very well i mean for the two third of the story like let's just discuss about hermione she was yeah, no at all she was annoying and she didn't really have any friends for the two third of the book but then when she finally uh, became friends with ron and harry ah oh, man yeah they did really show how uh, friendships are done yeah also in the movie uh, like emma watson is acting right so she's like the beauty with brains in, in the <laughs> book it's not so right she's actually like not the prettiest girl in the room from what i remember yeah she is a snobby girl yeah yeah that, that's why like she's no it all annoying like you said and al- also not the prettiest girl so it was uh, not exactly the same as the movie in the book so hermione is not like the most favorable character but the way the storyline builds and the friendships come on uh, that was really good yeah just look at the uh, last part of the uh, book harry was uh, fine trying to catch up to quirrell and or the snape that he thought was there uh-huh. and he couldn't do it alone i mean he needed um ron to um sacrifice himself for the chess i mean oh, yeah, ron I sacrificed himself that. for the chess I remember that. um hermione held him with the devil snare and the plant that uh, just hold them, hold on to them and yeah. also the keys that was up there i mean her intelligence was there that's why they were able to survive and the dog, uh, do you remember the dog i think hermione said yeah the three headed dog well. <laughs> yeah, yeah what was the name of the dog i forgot do mm. you remember the name fluffy fluffy Fla- fluffy, fluffy right? yeah 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 fluffy yes fluffy <laughs> ha that was so cool like the way they helped each other in that journey hmm. and eventually uh, although harry was the only one who reached there in the end but the way they sacrificed each other yeah it was the combined around, effort yeah right so it it just goes to show that uh, if you are together you will go far you remember the quidditch part the host lee jordan he was always um, pointing out matlab he was the host and his uh, role was to really tell all the people what is going on in the match but he was he will like the fanboy always supporting his friends like go come on hey you you uh-huh. are cheating <laughs> remember all that uh-huh. stuff that also contributes to a good friendship and a good spirit of uh, having the back of your friends yeah definitely i agree with that hmm and another thing that i would like to discuss apart from uh, this all all that stuff what's about yeah. hogwarts i mean it is considered to be the safest place out there but is it <laughs> i mean how stupid are the rules at hogwarts it, it is supposed to be the safest place but whenever you commit something bad like in 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 in, in the middle of in, in the middle of the story uh, harry and the friends were caught outside their dorms at the late night uh-huh. and the per- uh-huh. do, do you remember the punishment they got they have to i don't remember they have to as a punishment of roaming around in the dormitories they have to go to the forbidden forest at night 
and yeah, help yeah. the gatekeeper with the like, what what I is going on with hagrid uh, <laughs> yeah remember that and they went spiders there something like that yeah they met the spiders as well and no no it's not the, the spider unicorn. part the spider part yeah the unicorn part the unicorn yeah, they were really investigating an issue where someone was eating unicorns and in the world of mm-hmm. harry potter uh, unicorns are considered sacred <laughs> like if someone is eating them then there is nothing more devilish than them and you are sending yeah, 11 yeah, year yeah. olds um, to investigate that issue as a punishment <laughs> like what's going on dude how is this yeah. the safest place why are children why are parents See, selling uh, this thing sending and their children here and there is like this uh, serial killer tree right outside hogwarts yeah that that we were discussing the third book it's not in the first I think it's the it's in the second book, not in the okay, first. Okay, okay, it's in the first one. <laughs> See, I was scared just when I saw that the stairs keep changing their positions, all the time. Oh, I got scared there. <laughs> like my bars are set low, but yeah, I Hogwarts it's not for people with say how do you say it for light light people yeah. light hearted <laughs> people. Hogwarts is not for them. So, someone with the heart conditions don't go there. You, you man, you will die. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, that thing right they were just eating their dinner and out of a plate a ghost will come in <laughs> are not even that? that like you have the safest place in the world and a troll is hovering around in washrooms <laughs> like <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah, is yeah. going on yeah and that's where uh, they became friends with hermione harry and hmm. ron yeah 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 the storyline is amazing in the first but book. yeah if if i really have to say that Uh, which is my first book i would say the fourth part but mm-hmm. the first one uh, is the real one which brings the most nostalgia i, I think because it started it all properly yes and it is so full of love friendship and everything that struggle <laughs> yeah and the struggle yeah. it, it really touch all those topics and as a kid book as a children's book as a children fantasy book it is so perfect and, and bravery right uh, yeah bravery uh, you remember that scene where uh, malfoy took neville's ball he had like a mm-hmm. crystal ball thingy hmm. and harry decided to help him get the ball yeah. yeah that was such a brave move uh, one because you are trying to fly with no for the first time ha huh, for the first time and then you are doing it against the orders of the <laughs> <laughs> professor yeah you were Uh, yeah it, it was a big deal for harry potter at that time like yeah, for the yeah. first time in life he is getting friends he is uh, really enjoying his life i mean he lived most of his life under a closet mm-hmm. without any friends and a uh, man yeah. that that is a great example of bravery like he was ready to uh, get abandoned from the school like arrested from the school just which to part? save his friends which part which part at uh, this part that you are talking about the draco part like oh, they okay. were told that if uh, someone is found doing all that they will be sent home yeah 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 now i remember it yes yes you are like unlocking memories one by one <laughs> <laughs> this is this is such a good book right i recommend yeah. everyone to read it definitely i i read it a long time back but yeah definitely recommend it What was the next one? Are we getting to the quotes now? Oh yeah, we are getting to the quotes. Let's do it. I'm excited about those. Oh, we won't cover a lot of them. 
so uh, one of the hidden things that i found in the book was regarding that unicorn stuff like yeah. in a way in a very subtle way rolling told uh, all our uh, readers all the readers of this book that killing someone that is so pure mm. is the most evil thing like just listen to me mm. um here uh, there is a character named farenzi mm. who is uh, talking with harry potter and they are discussing about the death of unicorn huh. it is a monstrous thing to slay a unicorn said farenzi Mm. Um only one who has nothing to lose and everything to gain would commit such a crime. The blood of a unicorn will keep you alive even if you are an inch from death, but at a terrible price. You have slain something pure and defenseless to save yourself and you have but a half life, a cursed life from the moment the blood touches your lips. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you get me? <laughs> It is something so hidden, so deep. Um in a child conscience it represent a message like mm-hmm. um care for something so pure like they are not for the killing i really like the message that they had, she has conveyed through this yeah and uh exactly uh, i uh, okay uh, film in uh, who hmm. was actually killing those unicorns it was for voldemort right It was actually Voldemort himself killing the unicorns just to stay alive, just to yeah, right? stay in that form. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really alive, alive, but he was just uh, staying as a. What do I say? He was living well, in another. You can say host. he 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 was. Uh, his soul was divided into different parts, and because of that, he cannot die. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> but, alert. Sure. Yeah, we 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 have to put it at the front. Uh, see there's a huge probability that anyone listening to this has <coughs> if not read is lead uh, sorry at least watched harry potter and if oh, yeah. if you have not like what rock have you been living under yeah just uh, we should not say it we really have, <laughs> we rarely have anyone watching those videos but don't watch this just read the books So Dumbledore raised his hand the room gradually fell silent there are all kind of courage said Dumbledore smiling it takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to our enemies but just as much to stand up to our friends i therefore award 10 points to mr neville longbottom someone standing outside the great hall might well have thought some sort of explosion have taken place so loud was the noise that erupted from the gryffindor table Harry, Ron and Hermione stood up to a yell and cheer as Neville, white with shock, disappeared under a pile of people hugging him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this one now. And it, it was such a joy that uh, Slytherin actually had more points if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. But and these all these 10 points make Gryffindor the topmost house and yeah. win the award. Gryffindor got and a bunch of brownie points at that time. <laughs> and it made me jump like wild when I yes, read yes, all yes. this again. Huh. Like I this is so that. so good. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the it's the win that we all wanted. It's like yes you Mr. Dumbledore, you're a smart man. <laughs> yeah. And he's a savage one at that. I mean, he 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 decorated the great hall, the grand hall with the Slytherin colors uh, sending a message that they have won the house, uh-huh. but then <laughs> but then suddenly he award 
points to Gryffindor and announce them as the winners. Like, I'm not saying he's biased, but he's kind of biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. This book is so good, so nostalgic. I'm I'm getting nostalgic just discussing but about this. Do one. you do you also think that he knew all along that Harry's going to come, he's going to get into Gryffindor? Like he plotted some of that as well. Nah, no. I, I doubt it. We, we already discussed about the choices and the free will. It is up to him to decide Harry Potter, to decide his career, his way, his life. At least in the first some books, I'm not talking about in general. I know what happened in the last books. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Yeah, that's a good opinion. So yeah, yeah. Let's summarize this one. Okay. Uh, I mean, we did not exactly do like a book summary here. It yeah. was more like how the fictional characters have affected our real lives as we were kids. <laughs> It made it, it, man. It is so much fun to talk about Harry Potter. Yeah, for sure. It's so nostalgic. I really like yeah. this kind of discussion about yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, let's let's still do a summary of the topics that we talked about. The first point is about the world building. Yeah. I mean, we all talk about this, no? That you require a strong um, foundation to really lay out work for anything like a great building a good building a strengthened building this she is knocked it straight out of the park with this one. yeah she knocked it out straight out of the park i mean she took her time she took it really slow mm-hmm. and the way the foundation was set it was all ready to explode in this uh, all the other books the next books that oh that man, were coming like, i can't imagine a world where jk rowling did not publish that first harry potter book <laughs> yeah that would have been one depressing world Seriously. For especially for someone, some nerds like us. Yeah, and I'm not even like a huge Potterhead, but still, it's a, it's like knitted in the fabric of our childhood. Yeah, she, I mean, she she kind of motivated me to or read all kind of books. It is first, it is one of my first books that I've ever read, and yeah, same. What a culture that she has created. She is. Hats off. Next, we discussed about the choices relative stuff. Yes. It is our choices that show that who we really are no, far more than our abilities. That is what uh, the Identities, core message is. I would say. Mm, you can say. But is Yeah. Sure. And friendship. Yeah. As yeah, we grow up. Friendship. As we grow up, we somewhere lost the innocence of a child. And the way that I have read this book, I mean, it just reminded me of how good friendships could be and how good how good it is to have friends. Yeah, right. And in these tough times, um, it really hits out of the park. Like, yeah, having friend is good. I agree. And it wasn't like this, like, uh, you know. I don't know. I, I, as I remember correctly, after the first part, I kind of low-key wanted Harry and Hermione to be together at some point. Oh, yeah. But then J.K. <laughs> Rowling panned it out in such a nice way in the future episodes mm-hmm. of this. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about it. Spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care at this point. <laughs> Please watch and it. 
and it it's 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 not all it is not perfect in any way there are some loopholes but it is a fiction and we we should always give some passes to the fiction books about their logic and everything yeah, yeah. in a sense it is a perfect book it is a perfect for a kid who can who could grasp most of the things but not everything and they will absolutely love it yeah. they will absolutely mm-hmm. um adore it and it should be done that way and yeah. it is a high recommendation from our side for sure uh, randomly i just uh, recall this train scene where harry goes to the station for the first time mm-hmm. and hagrid asks him just to you know run through the wall <laughs> and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> remember that one yeah hagrid was not there who is that guy who asked harry to cross the Oh no 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 it was Weasley no, Weasley it, it was Weasley right? it was Molly Weasley the mother of uh, Ron yeah, yeah who yeah, yeah. asked them both of them Ron and Harry to just go uh, through the wall uh, 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 he was so nervous there. oh my god what what will happen oh my god i'm just going to look like an idiot yeah, yeah, yeah. okay okay no. yeah it, it was a very cool scene yeah know. yeah what else uh, let's just uh, have one more section about it what 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 other things that you re- that really brings the nostalgia in you are uh, you remember the part the like uh, the starting parts like how didly was such a bully i mean huh. we all have faced that in our lives and he was such a bully that he won't allow anyone to be friends with harry potter and and we we all have faced that in our lives like there is a bully who don't want anyone to be a friend to a guy who is being bullied and just to stay away from that bully just to not feel the wrath of that bully most of the other people are not being friend with you mm-hmm. and uh, my god she is represented that very well yeah and uh, then uh, i remember this one as well uh, this one is actually from the movie uh uh-huh. the way they introduce hogwarts and you know when the kids are uh, they come from the train station mm-hmm. and they are in this boat sort of things and they are you know uh, like going towards hogwarts and like the building shows the castle shows up and there are lights all around and then there is this music in the background it all just goes together so well that scene really well put together i think that's oh. uh, that's probably one of my favorite scenes from the first movie where oh, they are you talking hogwarts about this one time. <laughs> yeah. I think it is this one. This is the theme song, right? Yeah, oh yes. It hit home the message of the Do fantasy and everything. Do you want to show the viewers your fancy uh what is it called? Like a musical box? Oh yeah, I I really love this. I mean, it was gifted by one of my friends and a must buy for anyone who is a fan of Harry Potter. I really yeah. like listening to it every now and then. It it brings a different kind of happiness in me yeah i get that cool one that was a nice little fun trip down the memory lane oh yeah so uh let's move to street masala what do you say aha uh-huh. cool oh. okay so uh, what are the topics for today i think we should have like a separate uh, jingle for this one like we play a tone when this one starts and then we Ta-ta-na. say street masala <laughs> okay So this time we have a very special topic not a very special talk mm-hmm. but 
uh, a very specific topic there is this fruit related company who did their <laughs> annual developer conference a uh, few days back mm-hmm. and of course we are talking about apple so oh, yeah. yes so uh, what i'll do is i'll no, no. mention uh, one by one some of the main highlights which were there mm-hmm. in the event Mm-hmm. and i want to know your opinion and of course then i'll i'll tell you what is my opinion on it. sure right <clears throat> and uh, uh, you saw the event right yeah i i do the first day uh, yes but the other days i was just watching the recap yeah that's okay it's the first one uh if i ask you to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 for excitement what would you rate it 9 out of 10 I was really excited. I was waiting for some a slew of um, new devices to come. Yeah, But man, no. no, 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 not before the event. After the mm-hmm. event. After the event, man. Yeah, rated. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> after 5, the event. Four point five. How excited is... were you about the features after the event ended? I would still give it a four point five. Yeah, I would stick out of ten. Yeah, out of ten, I would stick to four or five. It was underwhelming, uh, underwhelming to some extent. Oh yes. But okay, let's talk about things one by one. Uh, the first one was FaceTime, and the special thing is that uh, FaceTime is more like Google Meet calls now. You can create a link and people can join it uh, from anywhere, even Android phones and like Windows. <laughs> What do you think about that one? Oh, I'm really excited. I mean, we got another competition to the. world of yeah. zooms and uh, microsoft teams mm-hmm. but i think it is kind of late i uh, they should have released this feature last year what are they waiting yeah, for the, the covid train was here and uh, we were all waiting for something good to come to our lives honestly they are late to the party i don't remember talking to anyone who wanted this <laughs> to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i really wanted the i messaging feature yes 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 yeah, i no. message on android uh, or say the web definitely uh, but i don't remember anyone wanting facetime and the the weirdest thing was this uh, when they were showing it on the stage the android device uh, the picture that they put up on it was like the <laughs> shittiest android device possible from 2000 i've seen in a while the shittiest device that i've seen in a while like they must have searched some pictures to find that one uh-huh. like it is not possible to come up in the direct search as phone like that yeah it was like such a bad device looking device but okay cool next thing they got to sell iphones and make people of the apple bubble to live in that bubble if you show a better device why people would just start noticing and yeah, sure. what is if that you, device if you put like a you don't want that Uh, uh Samsung Note 20 right besides it mm-hmm. like the Note 20 was uh, in my opinion one of the best looking androids oh, of yeah. all time <laughs> no doubt about that e- even the S21 doesn't beat it for me uh-huh true that yeah they won't do that i would i would say Note 20 ultra not other Note 20 yeah, yeah of course the ultra <laughs> cool second one and this is uh, like a feature that i actually like it is on device siri processing what do you think about this one Oh, I really like. With this, we can also cover the privacy aspect of things. I I really liked it. I mean, you you will always be concerned regarding that that whatever you are speaking, the Siri is speaking or the Google, um, 
now the google is Assistant. google now and siri and app what what what, what else Alexa? is there samsung samsung bixby i don't even remember the names who uses but they all are uh, picking up our voices and sending it to uh, some outside cloud storage and using it to really mine our uh, mine our identity Dirty i'm always I, i'm always uh, that kind of guy who's freaked out by all that stuff and i would more than uh, uh, you know more than would have liked this feature to be introduced a lot before but i'm really happy apple did this it will yeah. be followed by others and it is a good way i mean yeah this so is good a few years back they introduced this thing that uh, the actual siri voice was processed hmm. on the device like it would just get the data from the uh, internet and uh, it would be converted to spoken voice on device that was a few years back but it was bad back then it was bad now yeah. it is up to the par that now the whole really processing is on device and you know the funny thing that they did on stage uh-huh. that guy asked uh, hey siri turn on airplane mode just to show it off that mm-hmm. siri can work offline now as well because it's on device no oh, yeah that was cool right so yeah that is really cool and that ties into the whole privacy aspect of apple which they appear to be very serious about it, apparently these years oh yeah i i'm i'm buying into them <laughs> i'm yeah. really impressed by the way apple has uh, positioned themselves as the leader of the privacy ladder that we have right yeah. now pretty sure the leader uh, no one is yeah. really topping them at this point uh there was blackberry at some point like long back but they somehow they missed the, their mark in the sense that they were not that feature rich yeah, they were just they, focused on privacy now apple is apple doing the other way around hmm. they have somehow uh, figured it out how to make good phones and now they are figuring it out how to make them uh, very good privacy based phones that's true okay now let's talk about the most underwhelming thing and this uh, had huge expectations based on what i know it is our dearest ipad os oh. <laughs> don't you talk about that i was just dreaming every day like right. apple please please provide final cut pro and logic pro for yeah. ipad and they didn't i remember talking to you that you will in a heartbeat buy an ipad pro if of it gets course the pro i will if, if they could provide that yeah that is true they broke my heart but they didn't they just gave you widgets you can put widgets now right like i wanted to that's so pro putting widgets on your home screen <sighs> but <coughs> it was kind of expected from apple to do that i mean they won't want to push their products right yeah they would want to have something differentiated one killer feature in every one of their devices that really drives the sale like yeah. for uh, mac pro or uh, you, you can say macbook pro mm-hmm. air and everything all the all, all those kind of products they have final cut pro and all uh, yeah. logic pro for ipad they have something they have the full screen real estate to touch and do stuff and there is procreate and yeah. in general for general work they have iphone and i mean they have differentiated all this and kind of forcing you to buy all of those stuff yeah they not trying to make these compete with each other oh, not They're at all they're just trying to make the whole thing a really compelling package 
they told us last year that it is a two year shift and they will introduce some cool things mm-hmm. and by cool things i thought maybe at last maybe final cut pro ipad <laughs> but yeah. but then yeah at this point if you want an ipad with final cut pro just get the macbook air that's the most sane suggestion right now but someone who would want a touch screen i doubt they will be happy with macbook hey, pro not want if you need it the macbook air is the best option right now yeah it is kind of but then the want screen though, i don't know like there are so many things i want <laughs> i i want an iphone which i can unfold <laughs> it becomes an ipad and then when i dock it to a display it becomes a mac if we are talking about wants then they will charge you some 3000 for that that's all right no brainer that's all right the iphone is $1000 the ipad is $600 and the macs are anyway $1000 plus hmm that's okay anyways i have a question okay shoot ipad air 4 or ipad pro 12.9 with xdr yeah. display yeah yeah my answer it's here <laughs> <laughs> ipad air 4 <laughs> smart boy yeah why why uh i mean it's all, it also depends on my usage uh, so uh-huh. i just want to watch stuff on the ipad uh, read and maybe draw once in a while uh, my sister draws more than me on the ipad at this point and for that the pro doesn't really suit my purpose i mean i don't need it. it of course it has more power it is more capable all that stuff but the air is more than enough to be honest ah at this point i i have tried an ipad pro and uh, the double cameras i mean seriously like who takes pictures with their i don't think i've ever taken a single <laughs> picture doubt, with this ipad i doubt i doubt you would take a picture with ipad ipad is oh, not for that oh seriously i don't i have never taken even a single picture with this ipad but for some people it might serve a purpose like they have an ar functionalities capabilities that have been added in that with their lidar sensor and yeah the ar is fine but it is this like 1% of the developers working on ipad sure right and promotion is also nice but paying extra just for promotion yeah. i would say i'm a sucker for displays like good displays i really appreciate hmm. like i have s20 and the samsung s20 the base model hmm. and it has an hdr display and I mean if I ever watch an HDR stuff on this I'm every time wowed by the display and the same thing with the yeah. iPad Pro the 12.91 it has a proper mm-hmm. HDR display I mean I doubt you will ever be able to get any HDR display of that size under $2500 no you you won't get it yeah no you can get the iPad Pro 12.9 for like 1500 as well right the base variant yeah yeah but other than that device cool. why would you need like a 16 gb ram ipad pro now i wouldn't i, I i'm 
I, I would say the 256 variant, the 256 gig variant is the best one to With buy if RAM. you have to buy. With 8 GB RAM. Because there is no purpose of extra RAM. But I Apple, say where is Vinyl Cut Pro? <laughs> I really want it. 99.9% of people out there, the hmm. iPad Air is like the default iPad. Um, I have one thing against iPad Air. As in, hmm. because in the 12.91 is M1 based and seeing the history... Seeing the kind of, uh, you can say, software update that Apple provides, I think mm. it will get software update for at least 7 to 8 years. Not yeah, the same with iPad Air. Oh, I would disagree on that. Like the iPhone 6s is getting a 7th year software update. But I guess, nah, it's still M1. M1 series, the M series, they will... How about, really how about get a bit the other way? Like the M1 is like the beta product, which they are mm-hmm. just going to test out with. And the M2 or whatever is the future will be the real one, which will be stable and get real updates. M1, they'll just, you know, put it be, they like could below the carpet and just hide it. That I, I so could argue Apple. the other way. <laughs> that is the so Apple kind of way. I, I, won't, it, right? I won't even be surprised if they do that. The first iPad, the first Apple Watch, the first things, they are not supported for really long. So you could argue the other way. Hmm. But yeah, like, we'll see. But for now, I, I would stick to my opinion. The iPad Air is the default one. I'm more of iPad Pro guy. I will explain one more thing. Huh. Like, right now, there are n- not a lot of apps that could use the 8 gigs or the 16 gigs. But I think down, I think down the line, some programmers, some creators... Like, they have also introduced a programming language for it, no? What? You can make Swift UI apps on iPad. Yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of developers will take benefit of all this, all this RAM real estate. It's still not Xcode. It's just... You have Xcode Cloud. You can use that. Can you? I think you can. I don't think so. I don't think you can. Might be wrong. Okay. Part. Hmm. I think it's just uh, still Swift UI small apps which you can create on it. Not proper, uh, your uh, Xcode projects won't work on the iPad. About so, yeah. the ProMotion display, I I think it is a fancy thing. And what I found really good about it is that the latency of the pencil, I've used them both side by side. Mm-hmm. As I, I think I can tell the difference. I mean, yeah. the f- problem with the Note... And the Galaxy Note, mm. all all the all, all those series of Samsung phones was that the latency was high. The same is the case with the iPad Air 4. You can see that whenever you are drawing the writing on the slate, oh, slate, it, it is a there yeah, is a latency okay. in that. If you are a serious pro artist, iPad Pro is the way. Yeah, iPad Pro is the way. I mean, oh, it it feels so real to type and on that stuff. Like really use the pencil. If oh, yeah, if you are a heavy user of uh, pencil, I would say um, iPad Pro is the way. But then, if you have an iPad, you got to have a pencil. And <laughs> uh-huh. that is how I am driving the point that you should go for the iPad Pro. I don't know, man. I still don't agree. I happily disagree with that. It's just yeah, overkill. Yeah, yeah. Save your money. Get the iPad Air. <laughs> and get some accessories for it. Stuff like mm-hmm. that. The, the, if... Yeah. That's what I would say. <laughs> if the money allows, I would still go for the iPad. Oh, if the money allows, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's okay. discuss the next topic. What is it? Last is macOS. 
I just have one thing to discuss. One is shortcuts, but mm-hmm. all right, shortcuts, cool. We discussed it. Leave it. <laughs> shortcuts is basically tasker light that we get to see in Android phones. Yeah, call it that. <laughs> sure. Tasker uh, Pro, you could also say because Tasker is not so good in UI and shortcut is. Yeah. The the main thing I want to discuss is the universal remote control which they introduced. And oh man, that was the real feature that I enjoyed. I'm really impressed. 10 on 10, I'm impressed with the kind of uh, functionality that they have a- they have been yeah. able to achieve through this universal. I'm impressed as well. And the the cool thing is uh, the way they have done it. Like if you keep sliding your mouse uh, towards the iPad, mm-hmm. uh, on the iPad you see this membrane and a cursor inside it. And if you drag it even more, then the cursor comes inside the iPad. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. these small little details that they've added. Uh, There's such a good UX design, right? Yeah, definitely. Also, I in in the future I would like to have this functionality supported for an external display as well. I mean, just make a standard so that different monitor companies, different big display companies, could also inculcate this feature in their devices. Don't you think so? Something like Apple Pro XDR display, you you don't have to do anything. You're just uh, hovering around in your iPad and then just go. universal way and it is there but you have something to connect like the display to one device right the ipad i mean Mac let's just have the um, pro xdr with the macbook mac pro yeah that you can do with universal control now oh not the other way you can come from the mac to the ipad you can't go from the ipad to the mac oh bummer no you can do that i don't think you can do that i might let's be see. wrong but i i, I hope you are wrong <laughs> if you have an ipad and you have a mouse on it or you have the magic uh, keyboard for the ipad which has a trackpad i don't think mm-hmm. you can go from the ipad to the mac it's just mac to ipad um but then is it a i'm taking back my words 10 on 10 it is not a 10 on 10 if that feature is mm-hmm. not provided <laughs> okay might be i doubt I it like i i i really doubt this thing i mean we have to research a lot we research a lot more if, if but yeah. i think it should be there yeah, let's see i don't have the beta installed yet in a okay. few months okay oh yeah that's mac os oh, pretty much yeah mm-hmm. that was the event so i'll i'll list my top 3 items from the event my favorite items and then you give your top 3 favorite items from okay the okay hmm. right so my my top favorite thing from the item uh, no, the event right it was uh, craig federighi's uh jump you know the roles <laughs> not just the jump the roles the jump uh, essentially the way the uh, this wwdc event pans out it is craig's event right it's uh-huh, not tim yeah. cook's event so the way he did the transitions like an ipad would follow from the ceiling and he would just catch it and show the features and then he would jump into that privacy wala uh, area True. and then remember that home thing when he was going from home uh, he was showing the home wale feature oh yeah oh yeah and then he got into this car and was just like driving at full speed to the office uh, really cool guy that was uh, such 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 a good production value as well yeah yeah definitely like uh, craig federighi's cool factor was the like i said top thing which i liked from the event second was universal control on mac Mm-hmm. and third was uh, the fact that iphone 6s is getting ios 15 okay 
I have planned was the same thing, but I will change the first one. Yeah. So, so my favorite thing of throughout the event was the way they have displayed the three things, the three pillar of the Apple world, uh-huh. um, the iPad, the MacBook Pro, and the iMac. Uh-huh. All three in a whitish silver color. I mean, it it is every nerd's wet dream to see all those three. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that is my favorite thing throughout the event. Like wow. Like this is how you would like to see they stuff. They have this lab uh, of computers, and it has a silver iMac, a silver MacBook, and uh, and a silver iPad with a white case. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, that is my good. favorite. The second one I would say was the support for 6s, even 6s. I was not expecting this. I was. I mean, my it. OnePlus Two is of the same year that uh, the 6s was displayed, and let me tell you, it's useless right now. <laughs> no one uses it. Just packed somewhere and it doesn't get any update i i mean it barely got the eighth one eighth version the oreo now mad my oneplus 6 is from 2018 Mm -hmm. and it's not even getting android 12 damn (laughs) and apple on the other side is just showing off at this point and And my third point would also be the universal control yeah, it's really good. It's, it's just a shuffle list. But uh, about the updates, I bet at one point they are going to hit a decade. Like one of their devices will get 10 years of software updates. That's, yeah, that's and, going and, to happen and that, at some point. that really put up the point that hmm. is Apple the real king of value proposition if you also consider the yearly year of update that you get with their phones and their laptops okay, and okay. everything. I'll, I'll tell you my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Normally, value devices are seen as this, that you pay a small amount to be able to use the device and, you know, use all its features. And essentially, when that device is broken or non-usable conditions, you again pay a small amount to get another value device. But for Apple, the entry fee is high. Oh, right. So initially, when you're trying to enter the ecosystem, it's high. But over the time, I think it definitely shows its value because you can use an iPhone for like five to six years easily at this point. Not a problem at all. So buying two OnePlus phones and OnePlus was known as the value proposition on Android, right? That's why I mentioned oh, yeah. OnePlus. So two OnePlus versus one iPhone, I, I think one iPhone. If you <laughs> really want the value and you can pay the big amount up front. I, I, I would differ on one point i would beg to differ on this hmm. like in the smartphone market of course the paying price is high but in the yeah. laptop market the situation changes completely like with m1 chip they have really blown away the market oh yeah even the price is right the yeah the price is right it is perfect price to you know performance ratio you you won't get anything better than that on that i price. don't think anything beats the macbook air at ninety thousand in India yeah yeah it's something like this MacBook Air yeah and if you have a student discount you can get it maybe for 80 hmm so yeah, and I, I really think. believe that in that segment they have just blown away everyone and they are the value leaders especially for the laptop market and in iPad it's a monopoly at this point like is there any <laughs> other tablet <laughs> in the market there isn't everything is useless maybe maybe just maybe I have a hope um, that Samsung catches up with some good software but I really doubt that. You I need something trying. strong like Procreate to come up to the Android to really match up to the level of yeah. Monopoly that 
Samsung uh, Apple has created I honestly do not have hope <laughs> from them at this point <laughs> but Samsung uh, makes gorgeous displays Okay then just a display is not enough to celebrate mm, kind of right okay you have this beautiful display nothing works on it <laughs> <laughs> right take this display use it as a paperweight <laughs> go ahead uh cool uh, so that's all the updates essentially from wwdc uh as we said a uh, little over uh, not sorry uh, underwhelming event but yeah that's it right i won't say it was under underwhelming i mean it was more of like we were expecting too much out of apple and apple being apple just gave us what they usually do yeah they they gave everything two years after <laughs> when people were expecting it <laughs> that's what they do oh yeah okay nice that's that's a good analogy cool that's it man right sure cool uh, so that officially ends the episode 4 of straight reads and also another funny thing i noticed for this episode you are as formal as you have been ever on this podcast like wearing a shirt and all and <laughs> i i am as casual as i have ever been on this podcast damn like i really like this. to dress up i mean i was going for the casual vibe but some, somewhere some of our yeah. uh, viewers or you can say some of my friends told yeah. me that you re- you look good in formal dressing so here i am or oh, you do i second that <laughs> <laughs> cool i i'm i'm wearing this my weekend casual oversized tee and i'm just chilling here so it's it's like quite the polar opposites and uh let us know what you think about the episode and definitely let us know if you want us to cover more fiction the last three episodes were non fiction but we definitely plan to do more fiction ones. Oh, oh, oh one more thing yeah ahead, also tell in the comments which house do you belong to in the hogans oh yeah yeah which house do you want to be in and which house are you in according to pottermore yeah we will link it down how yeah, we will we'll link the website down in the comment uh, not the, in the description sorry uh nice one and give us feedback on how to improve the fiction section actually do you want us to tell the story a little more or just focus on the main points that we want to drive from the stories like we did today and yeah we'll be back next week with some non fiction actually this time <laughs> oh yeah yeah thanks guys uh Thanks everyone for listening to us on Spotify if you are there or watching us on YouTube. Uh just thanks for putting up with us. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep bringing you high quality content to watch or listen to. Thanks a lot. Bye. See ya. Bye bye. Peace.